and welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 152. Greece, Egypt, the islands, those places. Do you think if you walked where those people walked, you'd see the gods? Maybe, but I don't think people'd know that was what they'd seen. I bet it's like space aliens, she said. These days, people see space aliens. Back then, they saw gods. Maybe the space aliens come from the right side of the brain. I don't think the gods ever gave rectal probes, said Shadow. And they didn't mutilate cattle themselves. They got people to do it for them. She chuckled. They drove in silence for a few minutes, and then she said, Hey, that reminds me of my favorite god story from Comparative Religion 101. You want to hear it? Sure, said Shadow. Okay, this is one about Odin, the Norse god, you know? There was some Viking king on a Viking ship. This was back in the Viking times, obviously. And they were becalmed. So he says he'll sacrifice one of his men to Odin if Odin will send them a wind and get them to land. Okay, the wind comes up and they get to land. So on land, they draw lots to figure out who gets sacrificed, and it's the king himself. Well, he's not happy about this, but they figure out that they can hang him in effigy and not hurt him. They take a calf's intestines and loop them loosely around the guy's neck, and they tie the other end to a thin branch, and they take a reed instead of a spear and poke him with it and go, Okay, you've been hung. Hanged? Whatever. You've been sacrificed to Odin. The road curved. Another town, population 300, home of the runner-up to the state under 12 speed skating championship, two huge giant economy-sized funeral parlors on each side of the road, and how many funeral parlors do you need, Shadow wondered, when you only have 300 people. Okay, as soon as they say Odin's name, the reed transforms into a spear and stabs the guy in the side. The calf intestines become a thick rope, the branch becomes the bough of a tree, and the tree pulls up and the ground drops away, and the king is left hanging there to die with a wound in his side and his face going black. End of story. White people have some fucked up gods, Mr. Shadow. Yes, said Shadow. You're not white? And that's our page. The page is especially funny to me because both Sam and Shadow are talking about sacrifices. Sam suggests that you might be able to meet the gods if you travel to Greece or Egypt or any of the other places where old gods used to be seen more often. And and she jokes to Shadow that maybe alien abductions are the work of these gods just in the modern age. Shadow then notes that gods in the old world didn't have to mutilate cattle themselves. Their believers would have done so. The most famous example of this practice would probably be the story of Cain and Abel from Genesis chapter 4. God prefers Abel to sacrifice the burnt offerings of his flock, and Cain, jealous that he could only provide fruit and vegetables, murders Abel. A burnt offering, known more broadly as a holocaust, is common in both Greek myths and the stories in the Hebrew Bible as well. Other religions have ceremonies surrounding fire, but none of them are quite the same as a burnt offering. Islam has no similar ritual as the devil is a creature of fire, directly opposite to man who is made of mud. There's plenty more out there, but I am not good at comparative religion. I've been out of college for, oh, dear God, 20 years now, practically? No, I'm not that old yet, thank God. 14 years, though. It's been a while. Speaking of sacrifices, Sam does discuss a tale she heard about Odin, which is wonderfully coincidental. In the story, the Vikings make a mock sacrifice, presuming that a symbolic sacrifice will work fine in place of a literal sacrifice. This proves incorrect as the symbol becomes the thing it represents, and everything turns fatal and the king is stabbed and hanged and sacrificed to Odin in reality instead of just in effigy. This is a minor, minor point in the book, but it becomes very important later on. There is a lot of discussion, in my own head at least, of the representation as well as the 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 actual entity the symbol versus the 
reality. The See, it's the word I've already forgotten now. It's gone from my brain. But the the ideal, the platonic ideal versus the the mundane object the platonic ideal is supposed to represent. I'm trying to honestly remember if it's a bigger part of the novel or if it's just all in my head, and it very well could be all in my head. Either way, remember this story of the Viking sacrifice and the Viking king who tried to cheat his way out of death. Another town is mentioned on the page, and that's capital A, capital T, but I can find no references to a place called Another Town, either in Illinois or Wisconsin. I want it to exist, but it doesn't really appear to. It's also hard to tell if it's a place that did exist when the book was written and now doesn't, or if it does still exist, but it's so small, it's maybe not even a township, it's just some unincorporated bit of land with 300 people on it. If you know of it, please tell me. Sam finishes her Odin story with the conclusion that white people have some fucked up gods, and that is most certainly true. Shadow ends the page with a tactless question of his own, though, and we'll have to take our answer off the air on tomorrow's episode, rather. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.